And it's recording. Hooray! Wow, it's been a bit. It's been a while, yes. Uh, one move. Um, multiple vacations. Multiple vacations. I promise sickness. I am all out of vacations for at least five months. Yes, and my midterms are this week, so I'll have a couple more weeks until I gotta work on finals, so that's good. Um, of course, I say that now, and then it's gonna come back to haunt me. Um... So we're doing our annual NBA episode um, as the football game is on. Because Brian's prerequisite was that I had the football game on. Yes. Game over. And my Chargers are playing Sunday night. Yes. And they're not disappointing yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Settle down. Plenty, plenty it'll, probably, it'll probably come down to a field goal and they'll probably get lucky. But mm. yeah. Yeah. So uh, basketball. We're a little bit late. I think everybody's at least four games in at least. Uh, I think like two or three. Yeah, so uh, we're going to do, uh, I don't think those four games have changed our... No, nothing's um, really changed. Not for me, anyway. I mean, all I'm paying attention to is how Detroit's doing, so I don't really... Nah, I, um, I don't take much, uh, put much weight into the first week anyway, because um, not everyone takes the preseason all that serious. I don't watch uh, preseason, and, uh, you know, it's like week one of the NFL. Anything's going to happen. Yeah. It, it's sloppy. It's a sloppy start. Yeah, so what do you want to go over first? You want to go over... Let's go over our standings first. Standings. So, well... we'll Detroit's do, in fifth place. Yeah, so we'll, that's not going to last. So we're going to do our thing. <laughs> we're going to do something a little different. So we're going to have our Western Conference. We're going to go through seats 1 through 10. And we're just going to alternate with uh, going down from, from 1 to 10. We'll alternate picking who we have in each spot. Uh, instead of just having like two completely different power rankings, um, we'll have like a merge power rankings between us. So, um, so like you can start with the number one seed. Who would you pick to be number one? Denver. Denver. Okay. Yeah. I was pretty on board with that. Um, it was going to be either Denver or Phoenix for me. Uh, but Denver's, you know, the same, they got the same roster. They just came out the championship. Uh, Phoenix has got all kinds of talent, but they also did go through a big roster shift um, over the last year and through the offseason. So they've got changes to make, or they made changes and they'll have to make those adjustments. The Nuggets are not. They're just maintaining the status quo. Um, and they're coasting. So yeah. Um, now I'll do the second seed. I have the Phoenix Suns at number two. And pretty much, like I said, I think the top two here was pretty clear. Uh, it doesn't matter what order, and I'm with you on the Nuggets. Um, okay, so who, who's... So now you do number three. Two, okay, two is Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, three, um, I am saying... Uh, subs. This I put the Suns at three. Okay. Um, I put Dallas over them just because... Um, you're putting the Dallas Mavericks? No, you know what? No, I I totally forgot about that. Um, um, that they have Beal and stuff. I totally forgot about that. So, no, I put Dallas three. Okay. All right. You got the Mavericks at three. I have them much lower. Um, I am not sold on their front court much at all. I can't actually name who their front court is right now. Um. It seems very dependent on Luca and Kyrie. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not big on them this year. I mean, 
granted, I don't think they're going to be as bad as they looked last season where they made that trade and pretty much shit the bed going forward. Um, but oh, wait, not, we're doing we're doing the whole NBA. We're not doing by division, are we? We're doing by conference. Oh, we're doing it by conference. Yeah. So Western Conference. Okay. So I am I am doing this right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Brain Nuggets. Fart. We have Nuggets one, Suns two, Mavs three. Do you want to talk about why you have the, the Mavs there? Uh, I have the Mavs there if this experiment with Kyrie works, which I haven't been p- paying too much attention. Um, I believe should work, but um. I think you're right in saying that they don't have enough going on, but I think Luca elevates everybody. So, um, I think it's a combination of that. And I don't, I, Golden State got older. Uh, the Lakers did not move. The Clippers are injury prone. Portland no longer has uh, Damian Lillard. Not that that was much to write home about anyway. I'll talk about the port later. I have comments on that. Um, Memphis, to be completely honest with you, other than Ja, I, I don't know that they're really up there. Um, New Orleans, I don't know what their identity is. Oklahoma is young, and every single other team I did not mention in that conference is up in the air. Okay, all right. So we have Mavs three. Uh, <laughs> I have the four. I'm gonna put the Clippers here. Um, as you said, they are injury prone, which is hundred percent true. Their last three years have basically been killed because, uh, of injuries, mostly Kawhi Leonard, Paul George gets hurt too, but Kawhi Leonard gets like the season ending shit and always gets hurt in the playoffs. Um, but if they stay healthy, big, big, if as per usual, their roster is still really, really good. Um, they've got a very deep roster. They've got fantastic role players around their stars. They have Westbrook on the team as well. So I think it doesn't hurt them as much if Kawhi and Paul George have to take some days off. Um, I, I just really think they have le- arguably the best roster in the NBA and they can just stay on the damn court. And uh, I think they were at the point where they've been hurt so much that people are starting to forget how, high of a potential that this team actually has. Um, so yeah, I don't want people to sleep on the Clippers as much as I hate them and wish they would leave LA. Uh, so yeah, I've got the Clippers at four. So Nuggets one, Suns two, Mavs three, Clippers four. Who do you want to slot in at the five spot? Uh, I had the Clippers at the five spot because, um, I had Golden State at four. I guess I'll just elaborate on on that just a tiny bit. Uh, Golden State got older, but they're still they still have their core three. Um, but they made a couple questionable moves, like getting Chris Paul. Very. So, oh yeah, I have comments on that in a moment. So Clippers are only in at number five for me because the other teams under them, um, I don't think are at that level. And the Clippers are the Clippers are the bar. The bar? Yeah. Like the bar to meaning the the team to beat to prove that you're a power in the West. Ah, okay. Because, I see. I gotcha. Yeah, because that makes sense. They're injury prone, but when they're people are playing, they're one of the better teams. And like I said, the teams I have under them aren't 
much to write home about. So okay, so you can't put the Clippers there. Uh, so who would you put in the five spot then? Who's who? Who do you have ranked the highest of who we've not mentioned yet? Who, that we haven't mentioned. Yeah, who have we not? The Golden State at four, but other than that. Okay, so the Warriors. I got you. Yeah. All right, so the Warriors are your next highest. Yes. So we'll slot the Warriors in at five. Um, I I I really think that pool for Chris Paul trade was a huge fucking mistake. Yes. Um, they opted to stay with Draymond and they paid him this contract, which was about double the size I thought he was worth. And I I just feel like they mortgaged their future for an aging well past his prime star. Who's just going to be off probably off the bench who doesn't show up in playoffs. So he's got the same problem that Poole has, except he's 15 years older. Um, I feel like you just have to figure something out with Poole or something. I, I don't think this Chris Paul thing was the right play. Uh, I think they it makes their team worse overall. Because in the regular season, Poole was really great to have. And he excels in the regular season. It's the playoffs where he shit the bed. But then Chris Paul doesn't play well in the playoffs anyway. So who gives a shit? Um, yeah, and they're just one year older. And I don't know, they, they uh, two years ago, they had up and coming Jordan Poole and the number two pick, James Wiseman. It looked like they were going to have like a really smooth transition and they're both gone. So I, I, I don't know what their long term plan is, but um, no, I, I don't think they're enough to win to win this year. Just they lost last year. I don't I don't think they got better. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I have issues with the Warriors. Um. All right, so that's five. Now six. Who do I still have? Okay, Lakers. Got to put the Lakers in here. Um, the Lakers are the same as they were last year. They lost Dennis Schroeder, but they added Gabe Vincent and Christian Wood. Schroeder went to uh to Toronto. Uh-huh. He replaced uh Fred Fred Van Fleet after he went to Houston. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Lakers are pretty much the same as they were last year, except uh LeBron is one year older. And a lot of the younger talent is a little older. Um, I don't think they're on that. They're like title contenders like the Nuggets or Suns are. I know there's a lot of hype around them because they did so on the playoffs last year, but they did get swept by the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And I did not. I thought they were a clear tier below them at that point. And I don't think they moved the needle enough. I'm I have concerns about D'Angelo Russell. But dog is having a panic attack. Uh, I have concerns about D'Angelo Russell, and I'd still like to use him as trade bait, if anything else. And uh, but if you know LeBron can continue to be the same, and if AD can stay healthy, I think this team's got pretty good potential. Uh, I think this is, is a fair spot though. At six. Um. So who you got next? Uh, I have Houston at seven. Houston. I do. Ooh, that is a fun one. Okay, um, let's hear this. I, like I said, well, because I had the Timberwolves at six, but Houston I have at seven only because. Um, do you want to pick the Timberwolves instead then? Who's the highest ranked team you have left? Like, when you say highest ranked, like highest ranked okay, in let me opinion? Ref- okay, let me rephrase how we're doing this. Okay, because so I thought when- this was just, we're going off both of our collective lists well we are but oh we, but so we're, i can't pick a team you picked yes you pick we're, oh, you're okay pick, you're picking the highest 
ranked team you still have. That makes And we're just making a power ranking top to bottom. I read your text wrong. Okay. So uh, I have the Timberwolves. Do you want to move the Mavs then? Uh, why? I don't know. I'm just asking. Did you talk about the Timberwolves? No. I did not mention, mention the Timberwolves at all. Oh. Why would I move the Mavs? Uh, I don't know. They seem high. Uh, do you have the Wolves then? Yeah. The uh, Timberwolves. Okay, Timberwolves. That, that sounds much better than Houston. I, I have the Timberwolves. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I think, is the next big thing. And Agreed. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, when he gets his shit together, is a really good player. Um, and uh, who else do they have that I'm forgetting? They have Rudy Gobert. Uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, I think he had kind of like a soft season last season. Um, and I just think now that he's comfortable and where he's at, um, he's going to do better. I'll be totally honest. I think they should trade Carl Anthony Towns. And keep Gobert? Yeah. And and unleash Nazareed. So they have Nazareed off the bench right now. And that guy is uh, a very talented big man. He's fantastic. Uh, I would rather let him go off and trade Towns for to fill other slots that this team needs. I don't think Towns is the guy. Okay. I do. I, I just do not have the faith that he's gonna be able to do it. Um, he's still a fantastic talent. Don't get me wrong. Like his skill set as a big man is really, it, it's phenomenal, but you, it's not just about talent. You have to have that, that X factor. And I don't think he has it. Uh, Anthony Edwards absolutely does. Um, future superstar in this league, or honestly, arguably current superstar. He's fantastic. Um, but I have them a little lower simply because I'm just, I'm just not a believer that towns is going to, is going to be the one who needs to be there. I think they can find, I think they can find a trade with him because he's strong enough of a trade asset where they can get a better roster setup. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, next up. So we're at nuggets. One Suns two Mavs three. Clippers four, Warriors five, Lakers six, Wolves seven. Next up, I have the Kings. Hmm. Now, the Sacramento Kings were the third seed last year, and everyone wanted to get matched up with them in the first round uh, because no one believed in that team as a third seed. Um, The team is young. They are super talented, but I still think they're a tier back of being true contenders. That being said, they are still a high, highly offensive powered and highly talented team. Um, and one year and they have a young enough of a roster where you can just kind of roll with them and, uh, and just see how they develop. The first season with Sabonis was a huge success. And now, but now everyone knows that they're good. They're not going to get slept on anymore. And there's a target on their backs because of it. So, uh, I still believe this team is very talented, so I'm happy to place them here. You haven't mentioned the Kings at all yet. Did you? Uh, the Kings were. Uh, they're they're on the list. Okay. But I just didn't have them very high because they don't. I don't know. I think last season was a bit of a fluke. Yeah. I I don't think you're alone there. The third seed I, was definitely hard to believe. I. Yeah. Yeah, like if it was like something they did again this season, the next season I'm putting them higher. Okay. Like that's a very large because like what they did was what such a high jump. Like it was essentially Diamondbacks level 
like where the fuck did you come from type thing. It really was because like the season before they traded for Sabonis, they got rid of Halliburton and there was like a lot of people, myself included, who said they took the wrong side of that trade. They should have dropped Fox. And then De'Aaron Fox just was had a phenomenal year. Sabonis and him meshed just perfect. Yeah. And the team was just super good. Um, if they, I, I think everyone just still fully expects a regression then. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, who do you got? Hi- uh, who you got next? Um, I have Oklahoma. Okay. The thunder. Uh, I have the thunder because, um, they're young. Chet is healthy. Um, uh, they have, you know, um, was his initials Shea uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander okay SGA I was gonna say SDA thank god I didn't say that um I, I just think they're gonna be that exciting young team um I honestly believe that they're gonna be kind of like the Kings last year maybe not the Kings so much last year but more of like where I wish the Pistons would be where it's like they have like the pieces they need they just have to develop. They just have to develop them. Yeah, that, yeah, I agree. Because like on paper, they have a lot of names that like in a couple, two to three years, could make huge strides. Right. Um. But yeah, they are still very young. Shea is gonna get some MVP nods this year. Yeah. Um. You're right. I forgot, I, I forgot about Chet. And I told. But the, here's another thing: is like we didn't even see, like uh, to me, you can only base so much off of college. Uh, play you know because i mean people how many people get drafted to the nba and they're like oh my god this person was made for the nba and then it's like they either take years to get to that level or it just doesn't work it's certainly not football where you can come into the nfl immediately nfl ready and like dominate right so like to me it was i i need to know what exactly chet is and i haven't seen him play all that often to be honest so, I mean, I know how they're going to use him. I mean, he's a tinier Reben Yama. To, that's what exactly what I was about to say is he's essentially, yeah, a smaller one by on Yeah. But yeah, so more compact. Yeah, more compact. But yeah, no, uh, the team solid. They got a lot of good pieces. And again, he was their pick for their t- second pick from last season. So they essentially got an extra first round pick this year because yeah. they already took major strides uh, last season. Um, a very exciting team super young and they still have a ton of draft picks. Right. So Thunder and that's the thing that scares me is they have the they draft have picks so they have picks. for a while. It's almost like they have infinite reload. Yeah. On. I mean if this was a rankings of like franchises in the best shape like for a the future fu- like a future yeah. rankings, they would be way higher. Yeah. Cuz they they had just have so many assets. I would honestly in terms of future, I would put them above Detroit. Damn. I, uh, only only because of, of the, the only because of the pieces. Why is that the Detroit being high? No. Thunder. Because I was like, you could say Thunder I would argue better. the Spurs. Thunder are way better. The the besides Wimbayana, who else on that team is They send that guy Vassal, who I didn't know really know very well. Yeah. That that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Uh okay. Next. Um, ooh, wow. This, the Grizzlies are going to be way lower than I expected. Uh, I have the Pelicans next. <laughs> I didn't even put them here. Um, 
I think that 25 game suspension for the Grizzlies is like shattering the expectations here. Um, and they lost Steven Adams for the year. Also, um, the Pelicans though, basically a poor man's Clippers to me. The talent is all there. They just need health and an identity. I don't know what, how this team is supposed to function this way. Cause it's so hard to really ha- have a team identity when you have someone like Zion who is supposed to be such a huge part of the team, but he's never fucking there. But now that he's here, I don't know if he lost weight at all, but at least he's on the court and playing again. So, and when he, I mean, last season when he was there early on, that team was really good. Like the talent there is insane with Ingram and McCollum and Zion and all this. So assuming they can pull it all together, I have higher expectations for this team. Uh, so I'm going to stop them here. Uh, where are we at now? 11. Or we're at nine, so yeah, nine. So who's your who's your last team? Did you say Memphis? No, we have not done Memphis. Yet. I, had, I I think you said New Orleans. I said New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, mine's Memphis. Okay, yeah, they had to be here somewhere. Um, only because, like you said, it was twenty five games he suspended. Twenty five games, yeah. Twenty five games, and it's like he's John Morant is the center of that team. He's the heart of that team. So it's like without him. He was what brought that team to where they are, where they were. Yeah. Um, and if he's going to make stupid ass decisions like that, to be completely honest with you, if we were to do an entire standings, like every single team, they are, what, let me see on here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. I would make an argument that they're borderline top 10 or the, one of the worst teams because of the suspension. That's quite the spread. Um, well, 25 I, games is important. It is, is it, it is important, but I still think they're a talented. T- I still think they got a lot of talent on the roster. They have Desmond Bain. They have Marcus smart now too. remember. They, they got him in one of the trades. Uh, they lost Tyus Jones, but again, they're, they got Marcus smart out of it. Um, but they've lost Steven Adams for the year. So there is their big man. Their front court is essentially Jaron Jackson jr who I'm not quite sold on just yet. His The defense is there. Um, I'm just not entirely sold on Jaron Jackson Jr. So if he takes a big step this year, I can prove that he has that X factor that I don't think Towns has, then I think that would go a long way for this team. Um, Desmond Bain is wildly talented, but he needs to be the number two. So definitely need John Morant back there. Uh, and I'm very curious to see how Marcus Smart fits on this team. I think he'll fit just fine. Um, but yeah, it's just questions of Jaw not being there. Will he get when he gets back? Is everything going to be smooth sailing? Is Jaron Jackson going to take that step? Um, there's some questions on the Grizzlies. They were, but talent wise, if everything meshes well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they found themselves back in the top four of the league uh, or uh, the Western Conference. I don't think that's crazy. Um, but yeah, so with our combined rankings, we have the Nuggets at number one, Suns number two, Mavs number three, Clippers number four, Warriors number five, Lakers number six, Timberwolves number seven, Kings number eight, uh, Thunder number nine, and Pelicans number ten. Oh, we have Memphis at eleven. I'm an idiot. I went one too far. <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, yeah, apparently the Grizzlies are gonna miss the play-in. It sucks for them. Um, all right, 
Now to the Eastern Conference. I think the top of this one is easier. I think the middle and back end oh, is way fucking harder. I I had difficulties with this stupid conference. Um, we'll alternate here, so I'll do the I'll do the odds and you'll do the evens. Uh, top of the Eastern Conference, I have the Boston Celtics. As much as I hate to say it, um, they lost Marcus Smart. It was very surprising to see them trade him away, but I I have been very critical of this team's consistent offseason strategy of just filling in another perimeter player around Tatum and Brown, who just eventually fades into obscurity anyway. So I've always said this team is supposed to have need is they need a big man. They need a real real threat in the paint. And they went out and got Porzingis. And then they somehow got Drew Holiday on top of it. Um, Talent-wise, this team is loaded. They've got experience. They've got perimeter. They've got defense. They've got a big man in the the middle who can shoot threes, too. Um, I think this is the best this team has looked in a long time. Uh, And I would love to see them lose, but I have a hard time picking against them. So, yeah, Celtics number one. Um, I have Milwaukee at two. Thank you. Um. For obvious reasons, you don't get Damian Lillard to not be top two um, in the league. So, um, I mean, adding him with Middleton and Giannis, um, what's not to like? Uh, Nothing, honestly, that team's loaded. I would like to see Middleton come back to form. He took a, he had the injuries and he just did not look the same. Um, but if he gets back to where he was when they won the championship, I think this team is absurdly strong. Um, they, when I say Celtics number one, <clears throat> it would be Milwaukee 1B. It'd be like a 1A, 1B thing. I think there's a massive drop between the Celtics and Bucks and everyone else in the division. Um, or conference. But yeah. Um, so Celtics one, Bucks two. At three, out of the Cavaliers. I would have loved to have put the Sixers here, but James Harden sucks and he's a cancer to a team and he is still uh, not playing yet. It sounds like he's going to be like on the, on the bench for their next game, but it's just so weird how, how much he ruins every situation, every situation he gets himself into. Um, so until they have that solved, cause it doesn't sound like he has any trade value right now. Cause no one wants him. Who would want him? Uh, until that gets sorted out. I have a hard cap on this team because he's just so much of their salary and he's just worthless at this point. Uh, If he plays, I question the chemistry. But I mean, if he would just suck it up and just not be such a douche about it, this team would be loaded with talent. I have no problem putting them at three, Uh, but I can't. Instead, I have the Cavs. They are young. They have a very deep roster. They are ever improving. They disappointed the hell out of me in the playoffs last season, losing to the fucking Knicks. Um, but I am not backing off this team. I will buy into them, and I've got the Cavs at three. I have Miami as my next. All right. Uh, finals uh, team last year. Um, surprising, but yet not surprising, because that's basically Jimmy Butler's entire career. Um, I think that they have a good team and I just think they're a safe bet for easily top five finals contender. 
I didn't realize Kyle Lowry was still on the team when I was doing research. Yeah, well, I mean, I same here. Um, I would have had Philadelphia, but uh, with this James Harden thing going on and the inconsistency of Joel Embiid, um, I'm not picking them. That yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see, Miami. Who did I have? We've done Celtics. You've done Bucks. Cat. Oh well, I gotta do the Sixers now. Um. I don't want to drop them any lower. Uh, again, we've talked about the Sixers. We have concerns, but there's still all kinds of talent on that team. And if Harden does show up and play, then they're just really good. Uh, so, yeah, six Sixers and the five slot. And who do you want to put into the six? This is where this everything got extremely difficult for me. Uh, New York. All right, the Knicks. Um, I have the Knicks barely bidding out Atlanta because I think Atlanta is too hot and cold. And don't. Take me saying that as like, oh, I think they're uh, a serious contender more so than I think the dip between like Philadelphia and New York is very wide. Yeah. Which I think you could agree. Yeah, that most definitely. Um, I had the I have the Knicks in that same spot, but I, again, I don't really believe in the Knicks at all. No. That's why I was really upset when they beat the Cavs last year because they just shit on everything that I believed in. Um, there's, I don't know. I, I, I've always liked Randall, but I feel like he's, he's like one of those players that is, he needs to have a certain role on his team to be able to put up the numbers that he does. But a team that needs him to play that way is, is going to have a hard cap on, on the, on their ceiling. Um, I think I have, I'm a big fan of Jalen Brunson. I think he's fantastic. RJ Barrett has shown a lot of talent. I'm not big on the cons- lack of consistency. Um, I think this team is still is still missing their best is, is missing their best player. Like they are a superstar away from being a real contender. Yeah, um, agreed. And I don't know how they're going to improve. Um, it's kind of a weird spot, uh, but they're still it's a talented team. But they they just have treadmill written all, all over them. Um, and then for seven, I'm going to go ahead and slap in the Hawks here as well. Uh, wow. With these, we're actually getting really, really similar <laughs> with these rankings. Um, the Hawks have DeJounte Murray and they have Trey young. They dropped John Collins for like nothing in the off season. And, but they saw Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter. They've got talent here and there. Um, but they were a huge disappointment last year in the way they played. And I don't think they did any. I don't think they're looking any better this year. So I imagine they're just going to status quo. Seven seeds sounds about right. Talents there. Um, again, they're so big step away, though. Well, uh, you basically said the same thing I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much to say about them. Uh, eight. Um, I have the Hornets. The Hornets, okay. Um... I'm going to switch this because I had something else. Um, I was originally going to say Indiana, but um, I don't think I did enough research to see if they are actually anywhere near there. But um, I don't think so. I would say the Hornets only because they're they're a young team, so it can only go up. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, I didn't have them very high at all uh Lonzo was hurt last year they have they got the two pick right Brandon Miller this year I don't know what to expect out of him like I don't watch college 
Um, no, I, I, I just don't know that roster well enough to uh, to place them in that spot. So I didn't even look at the Hornets at all. Um, for the next spot, who am I missing? Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Here we go. Brooklyn Nets. Um, they lost all their players. They gave up Durant. They lost Kyrie. They traded Harden. It's been a fucking shit show over the last few years. There was so much potential when KD and Kyrie both signed there a few years ago, and it's just been nothing but a huge mess. Uh, that being said, um, I think they have a pretty solid roster overall. They're kind of like the Knicks in the sense of they there's this if they want to compete, they need this same team but with a superstar on top of it. Yeah. Um, Mikhail Bridges, I have very high expectations for this season. Uh, Dinwiddie is still a solid player. Ben Simmons has gotten expectations on him so low. I want to say he's basically overrated at this underrated at this point. Um, I think if this team is going to make a big step up, I think it has to come from Ben Simmons. Um, but I don't think anyone has any reason to believe that he's going to turn things around. Nope. Um, but they're still, they're still a talented team. It's just they I, they have a low ceiling. But they, I, th- I think they have a high floor. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So who is your... Who are you going to put in that 10 spot? Uh, I'm going to put Detroit. Oh, you bastard. Um, because though they have no real uh, veteran presence other than, well, I mean, I guess Bogdan and Joe Harris are quite a bit of veteran presence, but um, I think they have one of the better built teams. Maybe I'm speaking out of biasness, but one of the better built teams because of how they, how well they did in the draft. Uh, Cade's healthy. Uh, a sore, I think is going to do well. Uh, Wiseman, let's not ignore the fact that he was doing well when he got traded there. Um, and then Jalen Duran and... Uh, Having a fantastic start. Yeah, and then Jaden Ivey's going to, you know, he's he was a high draft pick. He did well. And then Isaiah Stewart, if he can continue being that... Um, Bruiser. Bruiser. Yeah, big under-the-basket guy. And, I mean, you have Joe Harris that spreads the floor, and you have... Bogdanovich, who spreads the floor. And what's great is if uh, Bogdanovich does well, he's he's tradable. I was I was still amazed they did not trade him last season. I am too. That sounded like a like a locked in first round pick no, yeah. from somebody. Yeah. But now if you look at it, if he does, if he keeps it up, I mean, maybe it won't be as sought after. But I mean, I'm sure they could get something, something good from it. I think there will be a team out there that thinks they're one guy away from competing for a championship and they'll want to, they'll want to pull the trigger on them. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean the Pistons, the Pistons have, um, a good base. Uh, I, I just think they're, uh, I think they're a little young. I think there needs to be shown more development. And I think this is another development year. Um, Next season, I think, might be a completely different story. Um, depending on who's begin who like really shines in their roles and establishes establishes themselves as the core of that team. Um, I think they have a lot of potentials to fill in those slots. 
just need to see the people actually uh, step into them. Uh, so time will tell. And I think that's our 10 Celtics one bucks, two Cavs three Miami, four Sixers, five Knicks, six Hawks, seven Hornets, eight Nets, nine and Pistons, 10. And we're going to 10 because play-ins. Um, okay. Do you want to pick a, I didn't plan on this. You want to pick a, a finals matchup and your winner? Um, I'm going to say Denver, Boston. Um, it, this is a tough, 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 tough one. Well, I'm From with- what I've seen, I'm going to say it's either Boston or Denver in seven. Like, okay. It's seven games guaranteed, I think. Uh, I'm pretty much with you. I have the Celtics over the Nuggets, and I think it's going to go to six or seven. Um, I think the Nuggets, Celtics, and Bucks are at the top as the easiest picks to go. Um, if any of them win, I would not be surprised. Uh, I got the Nuggets last year. Very happy about that. Um, and I'm going to be very upset this year if I'm right and pick the Celtics. Um, that team's just too good. So, yeah, Celtics over Nuggets. Uh, and now let's do a few quick awards. Um, do you have a most improved player pick? Can hurt players get it? I mean, like, if yeah. they missed last season? Yeah. Why you want to put Cade? I was going to put Cade, but like, I feel like Cade was. He didn't play enough last year. I don't, uh, I mean, if he comes in and averages like 25, seven and seven, I think that's what he's totally doing right fair. now. I would say it's not crazy to believe he would get it. I think, um, he, I think he would be up there on the odds. I don't know what the odds are with the, uh, the, this odds on them are, um, we can look, I can pull it up. I would say it's either going to, if it's not Cade, I'm going to say it's either Mikhail Bridges or, um, because um, I had Mikhail Bridges. I'm with you on that. If it's not Kate, I think it's Mikhail's the safe bet. But I think... Uh, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, so what you think on it, I had the odds up. Um, the favorite to win the most improved player this year is Tyrese Maxey of the Sixers. And then Mikhail Bridges, Scotty Barnes, and then Cade. So Cade's up there. He's up for. Oh, maybe I'll just play it safe and do that. then. Anthony Simons and Cam Thomas are both on here as well. Um, oh, re- really good picks. Oh, Jordan Poole would actually be a really solid pick. I, as well. that was, I think that was the other one because yeah. I was anticipating. Um, oh, that's really a good new team, a new team and stuff. A new environment might be good for him. And he doesn't have, he's and not he's, getting punched in the face and he doesn't have to play behind Kerry and Thompson. Right. He literally had, he, he has a keys. He can just do whatever he wants now. He's probably going to have a very high scoring, probably very low efficient scoring season, though. Yeah. Um, actually, wow. I actually might put money on that. That's a really good value for Jordan Poole on that. OK, uh, I would still pick Mik- uh, Mikhail Bridges because he's in a similar spot. That team is begging to have someone be the number one star on that team. And he was awesome last year yeah, after he got he, traded. He really stood out after that trade. So, yeah. So Bridges um, for me. Uh, next up, six man of the year. This one was, I, I went off the wall on this one. I picked Nazareed for six man of the year, um, off the wolves behind towns and Gobert. I mean, I mentioned this earlier. I think they should dump towns and unleash 
Nazarene, let him have uh, get all those minutes and stuff because I'm a big believer in this dude. Um, but as it stands, he is first off the bench behind both of those big guys. So I have Nazarene coming out um, as my sixth man. Um, who do you have as a sixth man? I'm I, terrible at picking a sixth man. So I, I don't because I don't even know how many people are going to qualify by the end of it. Um, here, let me, I'm going to pull up the odds. Yeah, pull up the I'm odds. Just, I'm I, just going to spit some names out in in a random the order. The thing is, is that the six man has changed so much since we were in the high school. We were in high school and it was so easy to pick them because you had what? You had Lamar Odom, like Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford. Like the six man was Oh, it was like, really consistently the same It was consistent guys. and you knew what that, that type of person. It was like always a shooting guard. Yeah. It was always a, a shooting guard off the bench is what it was. Uh, so some of the top picks, I'm not, again, in no particular order, uh, Chris Paul, Malcolm Brogdon, who's on the Blazers now, Derek White, Emmanuel Quickly, Norman Powell, Bobby Portis, Malik Monk, and surprisingly, Rui Hachimura, which again, does not sound like your, your typical six man. Again, I picked Nas Reed off the bench too. Does not sound like your typical six man. Uh, it's a lot, of, but it, like a lot of these guys are guards. They're score. They're it, score first guards. If if you are asking me and putting me on the spot from that list that you just said, I would probably say Derek White. Okay, just because uh, the magical haircut and um, you know, he doesn't look fifty anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I think with uh, you, when I think six man, well, I mean, I guess I should pick a team that isn't as stacked as Boston is. Uh-huh. That's why I didn't. Well, that's I, I'll, I'll we'll come to that when I do MVP because I wanted to pick Tatum, but that team's too stacked. I, that they would have to be like ten games over anyone else in the league for Tatum to win MVP because that team's so stacked. So I would say Derek White, if not, um, I would say quickly, but Emmanuel quickly to me is. I, he would be my shot in the dark. Would be him, but Derek White. I, I, it, either one of those. Okay. Derek White would be my first pick, though. Okay. Uh, for the record, Emmanuel quickly is a favorite. Um. Right, and with which him, is surprising. With him is Brogdon, Norman, pa- and the Norman Powell, Malik Monk, Derek White, uh, Bobby Portis, Rui Hachimura, and then Chris Paul. Norman Chris Paul's Powell is still on t- Toronto. No, he's on uh the Clippers. Which I think he was on he's, Toronto. He time. was. He okay. was. He's um. He's a perfect six man thing, but behind Kawhi, Paul George, and Westbrook, I don't think he's gonna get the the touches to to put up the numbers. But uh, has since Russell's probably what second team almost. No, like he's, he's, a, he's, he's, still, he's he's still starting point guard. Oh okay. They've always wanted. They, I mean, because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are not point guards. So they still they've been trying to get like a point guard. That's why they want James Harden, but they uh, but they're not willing to give up anyone to get him. Um. All right. So that's our six man rookie of the year. Are you? Do you have anyone besides Webanyama? Because I have after watching Webanyama play, I don't have any. I don't see um, a way he doesn't want to be safe. I healthy. have a feeling if I I picked one. Um. Scoot. I, I technically picked three in case when Bayana went down because I think big guys his size like break chat break their feet break yeah. their feet. Um, I would say if let's say he does 
let's say we're talking about who's getting second or third mm-hmm. votes or whatever. I'm saying it's either Scoot or one of the Thompson brothers. So Asor or uh, Eamon. Um, if it wasn't Webanyama, I would go Scoot as well. I think he's just in a position where he has the most uh, room to do whatever he wants. Yes. Uh, but I had I do have Webanyama. Odds makers have Webanyama as like a two to one favorite, and then next up is Scoot or Chet. These odds are questionable. Oh yeah, I forgot about Chet, but I don't think Chet. Uh, coming especially coming off an injury, I don't think. Uh yeah, they're gonna play it smart with him, I think. Yeah. Uh Cam Whitmore is up here too. Uh that was I think that dude like dropped really far in the draft, is what I remember about him. Uh, but yeah, I got Webanyama. Uh and Scoot second if he gets hurt. Uh and then we're not gonna do defensive player of the year because I don't know how the fuck people pretend that they watch enough basketball to know who the best defense is having the best defensive season. Um, coach of the year, we'll pass on that. It's just going to be who the biggest surprise of the year is going to, uh, is, and, uh, MVP. Who's your MVP? Uh, Cade. Um, no. Settle down. Um, one of these years, I'm just going to pick Detroit players all the time. Um, I would say if it's not Nikola Jokic, it's going to be, uh, either Tatum or um, I think Giannis is going to stand out because he has Dame now. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same as last year. Yeah. It's just I don't think the Sixers are going to do well enough where Embiid is going to be able to win again. Um, I have Jokic. I have, it's just so hard to pick against that dude because he makes the game look so fucking easy and he'll just drop a 30-point triple-double whenever he wants. Um he's just he's a cheat code he's just simply a cheat code um and i think there's just more of a gap between him and everyone else in the team as opposed to like Giannis, who has who has lillard there and i think what's gonna hurt Giannis in the mvp voting is that down the stretch it's gonna be lillard who's gonna be the one with the ball in his hands and probably winning more of the games so the clutch factor is hugely important for mvp and I think Lillard is going to be getting all those clutch moments instead of Giannis, and while Jokic will still be. Well, Jamal Murray is often that guy who does it. I still think there is enough going on where Jokic is still almost always involved in the play. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I default to Jokic. And I think that covers everything. We've got our power rankings for each conference. We've got our awards. We got our finals matchups. Is there anything else you want to throw into the NBA predictions before we nope. call it? Nope. That's it for me. All right. Call it. Fuck Boston. <laughs>